Welcome to another episode of Be Now. It's the show where nothing needs to happen because it's already happening. Be happening. Yeah, yeah. Ura, ura, Welcome, Coco. Thank you. Uh, so we we're friends through uh, Chindu Comedy, right? Yeah. And also, uh, yeah, we're neighbors. Yes. And uh, so why don't we start with, uh, yeah, just kind of your self-intro. What are you doing these days? Um, uh, apart from being uh, doing comic on the stage, I think. I'm a, I'm a painter. I'm an illustrator. Most of the time, I just work back home. <coughs> um, doing paintings on paper or on computer. Uh, so most of my time, I just spend it by myself, with myself. Uh, I guess that's why I, it's also why I go to comedy. That's the time I meet with people, do some social social connection. Mm. So you're a reader. We are talking about this a little earlier. Yeah. yeah. So what's, I'm curious, like what's a uh, book that has like really has had an impact? Oh my God, yes, this book yeah. I have to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's of a Swedish author. Yeah. It's called the Bear Town. Have you heard about it? Bear Town, Swedish, uh, no? Yeah, it's a it, it's a novel. It tells the story of this bear town, supposed to be a little town, little village, little town in in, in Sweden, of course. That people there cares only about hockey's, and they play that game. Before I, when I started reading this book, I was like, oh, hockey's, I know nothing, and I'm I don't I don't care, right? I don't care that spot. Then I started reading and I mean, oh my god, such a great story because it reviews, it build up every character, their personality so naturally, and you understand everybody, and you also understand how, why they do that. They are not bad people, but they do bad things mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, just it's like a really well built net and put everything together, and you can see also the goodness of. Uh, of the mind of mm. somebody of of their choice like i'm really impressed and um, the book now has two and um, two vo- volumes mm. and the third one is coming it's coming too mm. and there's also a tv show of it oh wow okay yeah. what was the name again bear, uh, bear town bear town yeah the uh, bear place. Oh, i like bear you know bear with me yes i'm big on bears bear. I, can, I can remember that i can remember that it's so good and the it's just that uh, the 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 story is good. The ca- the characters are good. Also, the you know the the writing is good. So uh, so for yourself, come back to you. What's given you the most satisfaction recently? Because recently you had the the you gallery. Mean, oh, the gal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, of course, that. Yeah. Uh huh. Was that like a satisfying moment? Like, like yes. to like see your work up there. Yeah, yeah you were there, right? Yeah. On the opening night. Um, it's such a different feeling when you see. Of course, I I I look at my paintings all the time on the computer, and this time they are all like coming out from the computer and they're standing on the wall mm-hmm. right in front of me. Everybody is like waiting for me to take a look at them, and at the same time on the opening night, all my friends, like so many of my friends different from different group, they try to come. So it's like my works and my friends 
under the same roof. Yeah. So everybody was trying to talking to me. Uh, it's a great feeling. Yeah. 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 And and like the the name was、uh, the shape of mood. I love that title. Thanks. Right. Yeah. That's the first thing came to my mind when I was thinking about I need to give it a title.、Uh, it, yeah, it just came to me.、Uh, yeah. And I was reading the, the little description, like、mm-hmm. just outside the studio,、mm-hmm. and、uh, yeah, talk to us about that. The, the basic unit of emotion is a mood,、yeah. and I just go, went on about this profound thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah say more about that. Yeah, why a shape of mood? Um, it came from when I was painting. I I really asked myself how I felt and what、um, shape it leads me to put my strokes on the. On the on the pad on the painting on the the painting pad, um, it's just <coughs> it's really hard to explain it. You just feel like doing it, like a twist or a round shape or some sharp edge. You just do it. You just make it, and of course you pay attention to the harmony, like colors, and if there is too crowded or you need something here to weight the balance. But it feels like yeah, the the mood is telling me to make those shapes. The mood is telling you. Yeah. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, where do you feel that? Like,、uh, like, like, is it kind of like? Would you say it's like your intuition? You listen to your intuition in a way. I think so.、Um, maybe I can say I do it in more than one way. I I, I can be、um, inspired. In more than one way, the the first thing is I just start to draw something without thinking too much. You you start the painting, then from there you wanted to make it a full piece, right? So yeah, start from one point and build build it up slowly around it. The second way is um I listen to something, listen to a a, a song、mm. or read a book, uh or remember one specific moment that I felt. Then you try to. Draw the shapes.、Hmm. So it sounds like listening plays a role into your into yeah, how you work. Yeah, I think I was joking with my other friends. Like,、uh, of course, everybody has some some to say, but it's not always easy to express yourself. And other great、hmm. artists, they have done the work. Like they wrote a song, a great song. It express yourself. So by listening to it, you can concentrate on what you want to say on top of it. We call in Chinese. We call it standing on giant's shoulder. Right, right. Yeah, right, yeah. so that it helps you to concentrate and express yourself.、Hmm. A lot of people have something to say, but expressing yourself is difficult. Right. What's the difference there? Um, they feel something. Like I feel something sometimes, but if you really wanted to define it, because we know our moods, there are some words, right? Are you sad? Are you、uh, nervous? Are you mad? Or many words, but many times. Oh yeah, like what I said in my in my exhibition. Very often they are overlapping with each other. Well, you cannot just define one. So maybe it's、right. hard to really tell what dominates the whole feeling or what are they. Are they just two or three or four of them?、Um, There's different tones happening at the same time. Yeah. Also, I think people maybe maybe they don't want to look at it. You know, some feelings, emotion. 
Um, okay, I have it, but I don't really have to look at it. It comes and goes. So maybe people just don't wanna, don't, they don't mind. Uh, I don't, uh, I mean, they don't care spending time on observing them. The difficult emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is there any, anything from your experience that you feel like uh, you can share, or it was a difficult thing to to deal with, but you you did it. Um, for me, I when I have some when, when I am in a really tough situation, I felt <coughs> sorry, anxious, or unease. I talk to people. Uh -huh. I'm a talker. <laughs> I have many friends. They they support me. Mm. What's your question again? Sorry. Sorry, this hair was flying. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. But what's your question again? I forgot. Um, yeah, like uh, like difficult emotions. Because mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, like I just think reflect on my own journey, like mm -hmm. the ability to like reflect on tough situation, emotionally tough situations, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, what really helps is like you have supportive people around you that mm -hmm. help you kind of like sit with those dark, uh, difficult times, mm -hmm. you know. Also having the courage for myself to sit with mm -hmm. those moments. So. Um, I guess that's kind of, yeah, I guess uh, like w kind of the topic of growing up, right? We're trying to talk about growing up. Mm -hmm. Is there any like, uh, what, what would you say um, it was a hard part of growing up for you? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's uh, right after my graduation because um, I, I, I wasn't a great student. I hardly made to university. So, um, and I didn't know what I want to do. My mom was an um, accountant. So she, 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 she um, gave me advice and she put me into study accounting mm. and I had no interest at all but oh okay accounting um, yeah right. <laughs> and I'm so bad at just cannot understand those concepts mm. um anyways I finished the university uh the only thing I did in the university was learning English yeah. and I met yeah I made my degree of accounting wow cool <laughs> yeah um, then I was um, working in this company uh, an advertisement company, but we don't. I don't. I wasn't doing anything related to graphic or anything. Mm. Just a normal office job. So I felt very useless. And I, I, I now I look back. I think it is because I don't want to be doing a job that um just needed a hand. A hand. I want to do a job that need my hand. Mm. Yeah. Your. So yeah, my my hand. Uh, meaning, uh, meaning, um, I can contribute something because I'm me. Gotcha. Not your because, skills, your ability. Yeah, yeah, not because I can, like, I, 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 not because I happen to be at that position. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Um. But of course, that that time is hard because I didn't know what I can do, uh, and I didn't know. If that gonna work out, just in a total blind situation, uh, yeah, that was tough. And I, I was in my early twenty, right? I already thought like everything comes to an end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. the nihilist uh, period. Yeah, uh -huh. well, yeah, it was very um, disappointing. Pure out. I don't see a way to go for. But one thing I was doing, because <clears throat> yeah, it's an advertisement company. We had a graphic designer, 
and I was a good friend with her, with him, and he taught me a lot. Like I I wasn't busy in that company, so very often I just sit next to him watching what he was doing. And he taught me to use the Photoshop and taught me a little bit of you know how design works. And I slowly, I I always liked painting when I was really small. I went to painting class. I like it. But then somehow we dropped it. My 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 family, my parents, we decided together and then dropped it. And I haven't been touching that all my growing up time. Drop the painting. Yeah, but <clears throat> there when I started working, I realized painting is something I really like. Mm. Like you know, I just said I I I I saw no way out. But this is one thing I want to do,、mm. but I didn't really see it as、um, the beginning of me changing career. No, I just want to do that. Have a lot of a、uh, what's it called e- energy or say anger for being mad and my present time or disappointed、mm-hmm. or lost, not knowing what to do. Anyway, all those energy, I think finally I put it on painting. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds satisfying. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And I really like that. The, I'm really obsessed with like support moments, you know. Okay. Because、mm-hmm. I don't know, like yeah, like right, right. I mean, how, what would the, what would the journey be without people along the way to support you, right? Mm-hmm. And、uh, so it sounds like in, your, in that job that you didn't really wasn't really passionate about, there、mm-hmm. was the the friend there who、yeah. kind of like showed、mm-hmm. you the ways and、yeah. kind of keyed you into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He even let me、um, sometimes contribute a little bit in his design. Like once he let me design the the slogan for this advertisement. What's that slogan? Something of low calorie, no sugar. Then yeah, I did a little bit put into his own design, and、mm. that is very satisfying.、Mm-hmm. I think also, oh yes, he he could see that I could do it. That's important too.、Mm. Uh-huh. Another friend talking about. Supporting, when I got to know her, she was already very established, a comic painter, and ah、uh, yeah, last story,、uh, getting to know her. But anyways, we became friends, and she was very honest with me.、Uh, I showed her my work, of course, but I wasn't really、um, a painter yet, just my my own work. I showed it to her, and she she liked them, and she said something like, "You you." You did good.、Um, keep doing, and you know, also some、um, advices. And on top, on top of that, she said something like,、um, uh, "If I don't see potential or talent on someone's work, I will just give the book, give the notebook back, and say, 'Well done.'" <laughs>、mm-hmm. Yeah. So she made me believe. Yeah,、mm-hmm. maybe I can do something.、Mm-hmm. Give you confidence in a way. Yes.、Yeah. Uh-huh. How important is confidence? Super important, right? Yeah. yeah. Even for her, I remember. Then,、um, uh, like I said, she 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 was very well established. She was invited to Denmark for、um, like art camping stuff for one month. Then、mm-hmm. after that, they have to each one of them had to contribute one piece of work, and she 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 made it. I love that piece. And that piece was first sold on the opening day、mm. of their exhibition, and she wrote that she felt so great about herself.、Mm. 
No, I think yeah, confident builds up step by step. Yeah. Um, let's mm, say small things like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's like a really. I've been listening. I watch a lot of um, MMA. Uh, the mixed martial arts. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's a fighting sport, right? Okay. Combat sport. You do that? Uh, I I've done um, yeah like kung fu and boxing and stuff. Okay. Over the years, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean when I see the professionals do it, I'm nowhere near, right? I'm just mm-hmm. nowhere near there. But watching them, just the fighter's mindset, and I was oh. listening to a podcast yesterday, and he was talking about confidence. He's like, confidence is everything. It's like mm-hmm. the metaphor he was giving uh, was GSP for the MMA fans out there. Mm-hmm. He was saying. Um, Confidence is like, like if you don't have confidence, it's like having a bunch of money in the bank, but you can't access it. Okay. Right? But okay. but if it's like it cannot activate your ability. Right. Yeah. And so like you said it's like, like it builds like step by step, right? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of like, experience is the best teacher, right? Kind of mm-hmm. shows you, okay, this is my toolkit. This is what I can do, and and you keep informing your intuition through the mm-hmm. process, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember once at the. Comedy set. You say something like when we feel nervous, and we don't think about we don't think about it, and we don't ignore it, <clears throat> but we just uh, put it aside. Like we know we are nervous, but we don't. What did What did you say? We don't. Do the performance. My thing with anxiety was, um, it's like a friend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's your friend, like mm-hmm. like making friends with your your emotions is mm-hmm. like a huge. It gives me a lot of comfort. Because there's like no matter like when you go go to perform, you know, there's always mm-hmm. some level of anxiety. Yeah. Some, sometimes higher than others. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, so I think one day I was just um, bicycling to a show, and and I was like burned out from work, and I was just tired, and you know the shows are at night, and I was like, bicycling. Like, why am I doing this? <laughs> you know? Like why? You know. And I was like, it kind of came to a realization. It's like, mm-hmm. just to hang out with my friends is a, mm-hmm. a nice feeling, you know? Okay. And, uh, and that just kind of like kind of dropped a lot of the, the stress, you know? And mm-hmm. I kind of went up there and I did okay that night. Um, yeah, and from that night, I was like, yeah, like this is why I did just hang out with my friends. And it's the, I think there's a tone of conversation. Because you know, when we're performing, you're not listening to, like you're still in a way listening, right? You, mm-hmm. In a way, it's still a conversation with the audience, right? Mm-hmm. How did you get like say you want to start doing comedy? Oh, I always loved watching um, stand up, but yeah, I didn't. I never thought I could do. Yeah, that's one thing. Yeah, talking about the satisfactory mm-hmm. that makes me so satisfied. Cause I never thought I could do that. I couldn't even give speech in the natural, confident way to people. But now I'm, I'm telling jokes. Yeah, yeah. It all started on the Chinese side. Uh, we have the Chinese comedy club here, mm-hmm. and one day I saw their their they have a they have a an advertisement saying they are they are giving a workshop that you need to pay three hundred quai. But uh, after that, if if you go on the open mic for once, you can get your money back. So I thought, oh, I should do that. <laughs> so I did it with them, and then I went to your um the Ch- Ch- Chengdu comedy club at the range. At the range, each other, yes, yeah. and during Christmas time, uh, I I went there thinking, okay, and take a look, see what is it like, and then I had this uh, wire. <laughs> I felt great, yeah. and to be honest, the the uh, comedian that then I didn't do a great job, so I thought, okay, I could do that too. Yeah. Then I did it. Yes.
That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, so I would mean to ask you about this mm-hmm. is because you do Chinese comedy and also English mm-hmm. comedy, right? Mm-hmm. And so, what's the feeling? How's it? How's it different in these two different? It's a very different. By the way, I'm not doing Chinese comedy now because um, it's too hard. It's too hard. For me, for what I can tell now, that um, Chinese uh, comedy because it's our own language. It's for the local people. Uh, it's you need to pay a lot more attention to the 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 phrase yourself. Uh, I mean the yeah the which word you choose. Like pay attention to wording. If it doesn't rhyme, or somehow it won't get them the the laugh. While um, and also I think. In the on the English stage, people are more tend to listen to your story. Hmm. They can they are a little bit more patient. They can they know after the the, the story you will make them laugh. The Chinese too hard. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> I went to Chinese to for like maybe three four times, and we do this kind of um roundup thing after the whole show like uh, the experience. Actors, uh, performers can give some uh, advice on the new performers, and everything I got was um, do it more, fold it more. It's like it's nothing. But I will, I will, I will go back doing it. Just right now, I haven't figured out what it was. Sure, sure. I can imagine how it's different. Yeah, it's different. It's different. Like. Doorways of perception mm-hmm. to make people laugh, yes. Yes. and also sometimes it's just not funny saying the same joke in Chinese. Also, oh, you try to like just translate it to either. Um. Yeah, kind of. Sometimes, a, yeah. Kind of a translation, but it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I think you really need to learn the language well and uh, know how to make the language itself sound kind of a. Um, yeah, funny already. Mm-hmm. On top of the stories, funny too. Right. Very hot, huh? Mm-hmm. Stand up very hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can be really fun. Like you know, I, I'm a slow learner. Oh, okay. That's that's my that's my strength. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned this way too late, which is like it, it like when I prepare, <laughs> when I actually prepare, yeah. it feels better uh, when I perform, right? Okay, you are slow. I'm very slow. <laughs> like to really like understand that, it took me a long time. So what do you mean? Yeah. Like, you didn't prepare in the earlier time when you went on stage. I prepared, like I thought about what I was going to do, but not as like thoroughly and like mm-hmm. kind of on all the different levels of how you're getting the convers- uh, story across and mm-hmm. where are the haha moments and. It's okay if it doesn't get the haha. What are you really trying to do? What is the underlying intent here? Mm-hmm. Like you know, like um, so that took yeah, it took me. Also, like enjoying the process. So like um, so, what I would do uh, that mm-hmm. aloha, for example, I'd mm-hmm. go uh, walk by the river, just mm-hmm. go, go for a long walk, mm-hmm. and just kind of look at the points I want to share, mm-hmm. and uh, and just that walk, and just kind of like letting my mind spread, and and it's not about success. It's more like mm-hmm. where is this going, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, kind of enjoying the process in that way. So, okay. So. I do. I prepare a lot. Yeah. yeah. I I write it and I read it over and over. Try to make it 
and try to see if I can I can add something or or delete something. I also do the re recording at home, um, so I will feel more natural mm. doing that. Uh, and I do enjoy the coming up with the joke process because for me it's like finding the absurdness of the of life and right. tell it in no way you have to find your way back right mm. that's very interesting mm. Mm. yeah the absurdities of life yeah. yeah and performing is nice too performing mm, somehow satisfies me in a way because yeah. everybody wants to be under the spotlight right no attention is a magical thing okay. yeah. yeah but they say some people they don't want to right were you ever like that? Were you ever like, you don't like the attention spotlight? Well, I think if I I can choose to be under the spotlight for five minutes, yes. But don't make me standing there for like four hours. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You ever you know when I was a kid, I had this I had this uh, thought that like, uh, like my life is always being watched. Did you ever have that? Well, I thought, I, I, I think when I was small, I always thought... Maybe it was wrong in your year, but I was, I think like I was the most important person in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, like in what way? Like oh, like um, it's gonna sound it's gonna sound really stupid. Like I um, this class exists because I'm coming to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm, of course, the, the favorite kid of my teachers. You know, that kind of feeling. <laughs> you know, children go through these stages of development, mm -hmm. you know? There's an egocentric stage where, yeah, mm -hmm. you think everything revolves around you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> See, but I think, um, like I, I said, I don't want to do a random job that can be done by anybody, but by any hand. I want to do some. I, I want people to come to me because of me, right? That's from there, right? Because you think you are very important, mm, right? Yeah. You know the Truman Show? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought that that was like my like what I thought when I was a kid. Like I remember I was when I was like playing in the living room in my house, and uh, I thought I don't know if it was the angels or what, but there's mm -hmm. these. Spirit being, you could say, they're behind the. In my mind, they're behind the bed in the bedroom, and they're Ooh, like and these spirit beings, okay. yeah. And they're watching over me. And when I'm watching TV, I remember thinking, I'm watching this TV. Am I in the TV too? Is someone else watching me? You know, <laughs> I had this meta thing. Okay. <laughs> Do you think that's because kids want more attention? Attention is an interesting. They want more. Well, I was a really shy kid. Okay. I was really shy. Yeah. Like um, I would like yeah, hiding my pain and because mm -hmm. in Iran there's um, this evil eye thing mm -hmm. where like people older, older than you, um, if you're kind of causing trouble or kind of drawing attention, mm -hmm. um, like you know they send you this evil eye. Like what the what are you doing? Like they shower you with shame with this eye, right? Okay. So my older sister she would do that, and mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I just try that. Like like I think the mission of a of a shy kid is always mm -hmm. to avoid attention, right? Like, what can I do to not get <laughs> attention to it? And that make, makes me remember a very interesting ex experience because uh, two years back I had some uh, hard time. I was looking for help, right? looking for something. Then I, uh, by chance, I got to know this friend. She is um, 
she's into Taoism, mm. and I end up visiting her in the northeast of China in a place called Dagushan, Dagu Mountain, mm. and that's one school of the Taoism called Dingyi, Dingyi Pai, Dingyi School. Mm. Um, uh, I didn't get to talk to her on that day because she was busy. I got to talk to her friends that uh, was also, um, do we say, practicing there? Practicing. Okay. okay. Uh, and she, we were talking, and of course, she introduced me a little bit of Taoism there. And the, the thing that I remember very clearly was uh, she said, li literally, she said to me that you are never alone. I was like, oh, what does that mean? She said, um, there are. Mm, Hufa. Hufa means some character that is between human and the god. Mm. And like in the middle, they are mm. the channel for Hufa. those two to 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 uh, communicate. Uh -huh. Hufa. Then she told me that the Hufa, uh, several Hufa is, um, I think, I mean, this group they will eventually become the god uh -huh. if they practice enough. So they're on their way to become the god. Uh, but don't believe me. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, she told me that there are Hufa. And several Hufa behind me, protecting me, want me to be good all the time. Mm. I was um, I was surprised. I said, why? Why do they choose to protect me? There are so many other people. I don't think I'm especially good, right? And then she said, why not? They like you. Like, okay. <laughs> so it feels good. Like um, you, Then you think, it's a bit dr dramatic, okay? Then you think, okay, I'm not just one single person. I'm mm. army. Mm. Like, yeah, right. I'm a group. I got support. Mm, right. Yeah, that that makes me feel good. Mm. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, feel mm. supported. So, one more thing I want to talk to you about mm -hmm. before we sign out here. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess you know, it kind of also also connects with what we were talking about earlier. What's your feeling about home? Home. home. What does home mean to you? Um, I lived in Yulin here on the street for many years. Moved over when I was fifteen. After uh, in, in in middle school, then when I graduated from university, I really wanted to leave, leave the street, go out. So I remember every time I step out to the street, I will like, I would feel like, ah, oh, let me go. You know, <laughs> then I, I I did left. I spent uh, altogether 10 years out of Chengdu in foreign country in Beijing, mm -hmm. Shanghai, uh, many places. And now, every time I went out to the street, I want to feel staying. Mm. Like, I really want to stay. I changed. Like, so satisfied where I am. Mm. I think that's what home means to me some place you really want to stay and what is it about here that makes you want to stay mm, it's very closely connected to my childhood and i i can see also this place is changing on a daily basis mm. and i can trace it back somehow also mm, close to my parents mm -hmm. my parents live in this town as well 20 minutes of, uh, 20 minutes away by car mm. The food, I guess. There's a feeling of belonging that yeah. your family's mm -hmm. here, your childhood. Yeah, <clears throat> I feel like the thing I I really come to really believe is um, you know aging is a celebration of youth. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like the older we get, the closer we should get to our childhood. I feel like I don't know for me at least because I I feel like I never really got to connect with the free spirited child part of me until I got into my 30s like like I'm like 36 now like mm-hmm. maybe like mid 30s early on you know um, yeah because I was like a repressed child you know it took mm-hmm. me a while to kind of like grow out uh, grow into my skin so to speak you know? okay um, so yeah, I really believe that too yeah childhood I think in my case it's um, it's about um, when I was small I was really excited really excited for living an, an exciting life somewhere mm. else, right? Like the big world, I have to see it. Mm. And then I kind of, uh, uh, I've seen something, I start to value different things. Like start to value the thing that I didn't value, that is the that is the your local life, uh, your daily life with the people that live close to you, like my parents. Yeah, I value the I value them uh, better than before because mm-hmm. you know when you were young you just wanted to run away from them. You right, want right. to live this the rebellious part of yeah, yeah. yeah, exciting life that maybe as far as you can get away from your uh, maybe childhood Nest. life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, and now I now I do think the. The priority is changing, right, right. And also, you got to understand. Of course, you cannot always expect to live your exciting life in somewhere else. No, you live here. Mm. You have to make your life exciting here. So, mm. you know, something like that. Here and now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so, so you said you started to look into like a breath work or meditation. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. connected to that where you want to like I ha- I haven't understood <clears throat> them yet. But I do think it helps it helps me to feel like to listen to myself. Mm. Give me a break from the all the distraction. But I can't say too much. I I I haven't thought too much about it. Mm. So speaking of, uh, maybe <laughs> circling back here. Um, is art kind of a way for you to like connect to your like real inner self? Uh, art for me, it's something I have to do. Like painting, something I have to do. It's like people use different way to express themselves. You maybe talking to people or somebody doing uh, sports. For me, to tell is to to paint. To tell is to paint. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. To making a statement, whatever. Yeah, or just uh, record. To record how you felt. Because yeah. we read books, right? We watch movie and we talk to people. We absorb in many different ways. And I believe we also need a way to um, let it out. <laughs> mm. yeah, my way of letting it out is... Letting it out, right. right. Becoming empty. Sounds like a good, like, a good shit you take on an afternoon. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. It always goes back to shit yeah. for you. <laughs> it, it tends to very often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, thanks yeah. for sitting down with me. Yeah. Okay, cool. you're welcome.